Charlie. Charlie, you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Closed Traffic Podcast, an aviation and flight simulation show. I'm mute. Now nah, I'm on mute. I'm good. All right. Uh, <laughs> got, a, got an awesome show planned today. Awesome show planned. Definitely looking forward to it on a uh, bright and early Saturday morning uh, here in Texas and um, quite balmy, actually. Um, so, again, awesome show. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, got my main man. My uh, partner in crime over here literally had to wake him up out of the bed. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is Mike Selman. Mike, say hello to people, man. Hello, people. What is going on? Uh, it's, it's an early start for sure here on the West Coast of the, the USA. But, hey, we made it because this is an exciting show. We're happy to have uh, uh, Callum join us. But we'll get into that in a second. How have you been, man? Man, hanging in there. Like this is uh we're looking at 103 today. So Ooh, you know, yeah, I'm kinda Ooh, kinda glad. Dang. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> kinda glad we got the show going for my Starlink melts and uh I lose my internet. <laughs> but uh awesome. but nevertheless, got uh, also a um uh, another co host as well, and as well as a uh, Patreon backer, Charlie. Charlie, say hello to people, brother. What's going on? How's everybody doing? Man, uh, hanging so, in there. Hanging man, it's there. we we've talked about for a while, right? We we need like a producer or, or help because like <laughs> we're all over the place during the show. And Charlie just graciously enough, you know, volunteered to help us out. Man, he's got that entire setup going. He's got the, yeah, the background there, man. He's watching the show. Like it's all awesome, Shout Georgia like State. A, a real producer there in the background. That, that, Georgia's that, that, oh, that, oh now, Georgia State. Come on. Uh, yeah, it's not bad for a corner of a garage. It works. Awesome, awesome. Too cool, too cool. Yeah, got, got a lot. We got a lot on the docket here, Mike. Got a lot to cover here. Got our uh, friend from uh, FS Elite here um, <laughs> on with us. Definitely uh, thankful to have him on as well. Um, did you want to bring him in, Mike? Or I, I sure totally, do. Uh, step over your Everyone, flow? <laughs> please join us in welcoming Callum, uh, co-founder and uh, editorial director of uh, FS Elite. Callum, welcome to the show. Say hello Thank to people. You. Thank you for having me. And I've never had so many people fighting over just to uh, introduce me before. So uh, <laughs> that's quite a unique experience. But uh, yeah, I'm really pleased to be here and excited to, to talk to you guys. Awesome. awesome. We're, we're excited to have you. It's going to be a great show. Um, lots, lots, lots to cover, obviously. Right. You know, we're going to we're going to do the basics. Right. We're going to get into sort of, you know, uh, the the startup of FS Elite and kind of, you know, how it's progressed and, uh, you know, some of the other things that you guys are planning without sharing state secrets, so to speak. Uh, but we are excited to, to dive in. Uh, also, guys, we're going to be giving away a uh, an H145 uh, variant uh, courtesy of Hype Performance Group um, for the Flight Sim 2020 add-on. Steve over Hype Performance Group graciously, <laughs> uh, you know, volunteered to, uh, to give us a package to give away to you all. So we'll get that going in a second. We'll put the details in chat. In the interim, let's kick this off. 
Callum, I think, you know, first question out of the gate, walk us through the inception of, of FS Elite and sort of how that gets, how did that get started and your, your vision for that and, and sort of how it's, uh, you know, progressed initially uh, through the years. Yeah, I mean, how it started is a interesting question and one that will take me a few minutes to answer. So basically, I have had a passion for gaming and reporting for years. Even as a kid, I've made like websites when I was like 14, 15, speaking to developers, Ubisoft, EA, Activision, and getting free games as like a 16, 15-year-old kid. So that inspired me to want to create content and write and be involved with whatever industry or whatever hobby I was in in the first place. And after kind of a period of going through like 17, 18, 19 of partying and going out and stuff and not really <laughs> doing that side of things, um, kind of matured a bit and figured, hey, I want to get back into this kind of system of writing. And at that point, I joined the airline industry and I became a lot more um, back involved with flight simulation. I figured, hey, I've got these really two big interests here. How can I bring them together? So I started kind of doing some reviews for a different website, really enjoyed that process and getting the copies to be able to do it and finding the contacts. And from there, I'm like, I need to expand this. I need to, I want to do more. I want to write the news and I want to do the interviews and I want to do all the reviews and I want to be involved in this community that I've really taken a lot of information from. So at that point, I began finding different people to work with because it was such a big kind of project I didn't want to do it on my own and I was very fortunate enough to meet uh, Jordan and Greg through various like online communities and they are the other co-founders of FS Elite mm -hmm. and we all had this shared vision really of being able to provide well meaningful content to the flight simulation community in a timely efficient and in a honest kind of representation which is kind of the cornerstone and the pillars of of what we're all about so we we shared these visions and we spent ages just talking and talking and talking and eventually um some of us got together to do kind of podcasty type of stuff um which was kind of cool but then we needed that website to basically kind of house everything and mm -hmm. be able to share all of that content um and at that point i kind of used some of my web design stuff that i picked up over the years put together a website and Basically, one day in the middle of June in 2017, we just pressed the button and kind of launched it and just shared it to as many groups and whatever as we possibly could at the time. So, yeah, it was a lot of talking, a lot of kind of figuring what we wanted out of it because we didn't want to just be another news site, which is what I think some people thought we were going to be um, because we wanted to do something a little bit more special and a little bit more unique and, and really bring a very professional um, element to the world of flight simulation media. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Blown away. I, I didn't realize, you know, again, you know, that's, um, you know, this passion and when we have developers or uh, content creators or anyone that we've had on the show over the last, you know, year and a half or so, it's usually all stems from that, right? It's this mm -hmm. desire to share, you know, their passion and love for aviation with the community, this desire to inform, um, this desire to 
be inclusive and to be uh, diverse and, and fair and honest. And I think that's just uh, spot on. And um, certainly uh, it is embodied in the culture of FS Elite. You know, whenever we read any of the articles or watch any of your shows or meet you guys at any of the conferences, like that, that resonates throughout the entire um, sort of team. And, and I think that's pretty cool that that has continued uh, throughout the years. That's, uh, that's flat out awesome. Yeah, and I think one of the first things we did was we created this community charter and it was our way of basically saying to the community, hey, this is what we're about and this is what we're promising to you. So we still live by those values today and it's all about integrity and honesty and putting the community first. And even to this day, you know, whenever we get new people join the team, it's the first thing we kind of take them through is these are our values and you must follow them at all times because that is what we have promised to the community and what we want to continue delivering for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's really cool Um, because I know years past, you know, I think that was something that was sorely missed in the industry. Um, Some sort of uh, some sort of a collaborative um, news outlet that, um, you know, one could, um, you know, get the goings on. Um, you know, not just one platform, right? You know, you got, you know, certain uh, websites out there that, you know, uh, places emphasis on, you know, X-Plane or just, you know, P3D. But, you know, I think to me, what really, you know, resume, resonated with, um, uh, for me with FS Elite was the fact that, you know, it, you know, you guys cover, you know, the, you know, the entire expanse of, you know, the hobby. And so there's, you know, that's, that's where I get my news from, you know, whether it's, you know, um, a P3D, X-Plane, you know, we're talking, you know, sceneries, you know, you name it, it's on there. And, um, you know, it was, it was something that was sorely, you know, sorely missed in the, sorely missed in the industry. And you can definitely, you know, um, see the passion, you know, <laughs> of the hobby, you know, and the content that you guys produce. I mean, I think that's, you know, I think that's awesome. You guys decided to take up that challenge. Thank you very much. I mean, yeah, they, the primary purpose is to celebrate all sins. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen it in Facebook or Reddit or any comment section. There's always this kind of X plane is better than P3D or P3D is better than MSF. <laughs> always. Like, like, always. They're all super unique, right? I mean, they yep. all have their strengths. They all have their weaknesses. And ultimately, we should be, you know, we're in the flight simulation community. I'm not in a prepared community. I'm not in an X plane community. I'm in a flight simulator community and I want to be able to celebrate all of that and I think one of the primary goals we've always had is we just never want to become an echo chamber I think we have too many of those in society as it is and if we focused all on one sim then you create that echo chamber and it's quite funny we've had a few emails especially over the last few weeks and I think we'll talk about this a little bit more in a minute oh you're always focusing on MSFS news and I'm like well, at the minute, that's all the news out there. So I'm like, well, okay. I mean, if Lockheed Martin or Laminard like did some cool news and stuff, then of course we'll cover it. I mean, I've, we've done, I think four episodes at the minute have been released of the deep dives we've done with, with Laminard Research, which have been mm-hmm. received. Yep. And suddenly mm-hmm. those emails of always MSFS news is kind of dropped off because now other developers are talking about other platforms again. I'm like, oh, thank God for that. So, yeah, um, yeah, we really are focused on 
all sorts of sims and there's stuff being announced very soon um which isn't a flight simulator but still has some elements to do with flight sim which is going to be really exciting sure. and we're going to talk all about that uh in a couple of days time so yeah there's more to flight simulation than just the three primary sims and there's also the mobile stuff infinite flight what those guys do Absolutely. is awesome we've got x-plane mobile we talk about that sometimes so yeah mm. i appreciate you saying that we we look after all sims because that's really what we're trying to do is to celebrate all of them Absolutely. And, and like I said, you know, I wake up in the morning and, you know, wipe the sleepiness out of my eyes, roll over, hey, what's going on? I feel sleep, right? Um, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, because um, I mean, to you, to your point, I mean, I weren't, I run what? One, two, well, I don't know, man, P3D. Uh, uh, yep. But, you know, I run quite, quite a few, <laughs> I run quite a few sims, so as it is, and I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, every each, you know, each sim has a different facet that they excel in. And um, for those of us who, you know, jump across multiple platforms, um, you know, I think, you know, you know, huh, what I can't really can't think of. I really can't think of any organization, you know, in the past 10 years that you know, is really nope. doing the level, you know, the level of coverage that, you know, you guys have done. So, you know, kudos to you on that. But one thing I, I, I was, I did want to kind of, uh, did want to um, pick your brain on, does it seem sometimes a little overwhelming, especially with the, um, I think you kind of tapped into this a little bit, with the amount of, you know, um, action that Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 is receiving. I mean, has it been difficult to keep up with here lately with all of the, you know, back-to-back -back releases? Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword because on one hand, Microsoft coming back into the fray meant that the community exploded in terms of number of people there, the number of developers there, the number of add-ons available, which for us is great. It's super exciting. There's lots to cover, lots to talk about. I mean, in the last month, we saw four or five big airplane releases, which is absolutely madness. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, yeah, you have this element of, oh my God, there is now so much to talk about, so much to cover. And you have developers making all sorts of different add-ons daily. I mean, there was a time right. where we would write maybe two or three articles a day, which back then was like a really busy day for us and right. easy to kind of follow, right? But sure. now we're getting emails left, right, and center, maybe 10, 15 releases a day. And it's just like where it's just becoming wow. really, really difficult to keep up, which is awesome. But then it's right, right. Is how do you balance, you know, there was an add-on release recently, I can't remember who, and, you know, this isn't a kind of a inflammatory response, but mm -hmm. it was basically just some rocks in which kind of made the area look really nice and really pristine. But then also we question, do we cover that on our site? Are people interested in that? And we have to really <laughs> start to read our audience and understand, is this the type of content people want to see? Or if we post it, are people going to be mad at us for sharing that news? And we've had kind of mixed response depending on, on sure. what that is. But um, mm. yeah, the, it's, it's really overwhelming. But then also <laughs> it's quite good because... Now there's plenty to talk about. And also yep. the more developers are out there, the more there is kind of competition. I mean, we've seen that with 
um, some of the big aircraft releases. And I think you guys touched on this discussion uh, a couple of weeks ago between two aircraft developers. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Mike knows exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, I no. <laughs> you bring I up so really... I, I did watch it. <laughs> I mean, all right. So, was. Cal, do you think I was being fair? We've, 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 you know, sort of hit on this a couple of times, and you, you even addressed it, right? It's like this, this, uh, you know, you've got to be fair, you've got to be honest, you've got to remain neutral. Um, you addressed that in one of your recent articles. We're going to get into in a second as well, like being able to just be fair, uh, neutral, honest um, when you're covering something like that from from the angle that you guys cover it from. Obviously, you as an individual can have your own opinions, but um, what do you think again, right? You know, overall about the uh, the releases of those two major airliners that uh, that we've now um, you know seen for about a month now. Gosh, time goes fast. Um, or about three weeks uh, from both PMDG and uh, Phoenix. Well, it's it's interesting. I think um, with PMDG, we have seen them release multiple products in the past. So we have a flavor of what their release schedule is like. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have changed how they've done that in the past before they used to kind of shadow drop these big releases just kind of out of the blue and we were all really unexpected. Right. Um, and in fact, one of my favorite releases was their 747. They had, I don't know if you guys remember, but they have a picture of the 747 like breaking through the screen or something. And as a bit of a joke at the time, us internally were like, hey, let's start a live stream of just having this page refresh. Now, we had no prior information about the plane releasing <laughs> at all, like nothing. And we just thought, hey, it would be a bit of fun, a little bit trolly, but also it'd just be a bit of fun as a way to engage our audience. Little did we know, PMDG were dropping that plane that day and we were having this live stream going on and we had it on like a, an auto oh, wow. refresh thing. And then <laughs> two minutes later, after we started the stream, the plane came out and we're like, oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> we then had developers from their team join our stream. We had um, wow. Ben from A2A Simulations join us. And suddenly this kind of wow. a, a bit of fun we were just poking at basically became quite a really serious and quite intense event. And this was happening at like 10 p.m. or something my time. So I didn't get any sleep the night before work or anything like that. Uh. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. And it was, that was interesting and I think with this release with the 7.3 from, from those guys, I the information was a lot more kind of in advance, which is really helpful for us, which I'll talk sure. about, I'm sure, in a bit. But um, yeah, it was interesting. And then the other side of the spectrum is you had Phoenix, who were a lot more, I guess, transparent in terms of some information. I mean, they mm -hmm. shared all the same information. Here's the release date, here's the release time, and here's the price ahead of time. Mm -hmm. um, I think their style of communication is different to PMDGs where they're a lot more forum-based and maybe a little bit less reactive, whereas mm -hmm. Phoenixes were kind of almost chatting to people in real time in order to address their support issues and stuff like that. And yeah. again, mm -hmm. you know, I can't comment on PMDG servers or um, Phoenix's servers, but yeah. my, my own personal activation experience was um, different with Phoenix versus PMDG. Mm -hmm. In fact, I had to post in the PMDG forums because I had an activation code and it just was going, nah, not for you. But mm -hmm. that was that turned <laughs> out to be an issue that came up after. But yeah. 
Um, in terms of that actual release, yeah, they were very much night and day. Um, I don't know if you guys have read my review on the 737. Mm-hmm. Thought it was a good airplane, yep. but I think they could have done a lot more in terms of um, kind of making it feel a little bit more next generation y. Sure. Um, exactly. In what is a next generation simulator? But, yeah. Sure. No, that no, is... excellent, excellent point. And that's and that's all we were saying. Yeah. Was that you, you said know, it just a lot better than we did? <laughs> a lot better than we did. I mean, we, we <laughs> come off as a little, little brash, but and that's the only way we know how over here to CTP. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just you know, and owning this airplane in um in 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 um, P3D. And, you know, not to, you know, not to segue to something, you know, I, I don't want to segue into. Um, it's it's just felt lacking. You know, I could honestly go into P3D and get to me a better immersive experience with the iteration of the 737 that they had in P3D. Like, that's how I feel. And it's just it's just there's no. Uh, <laughs> there's no character, <laughs> you know. And, um, you know, fortunately, you know, I mean, you know, we all know how this thing goes, you know, um, I think they're talking uh, like weekly updates, I believe, with it. So uh, we'll see next week, you know, what they bring to the table. And, um, you know, hopefully everything, uh, you know, everything works out as far as that goes. And, you know, we start getting a a little bit more of a mature product. But no, um, absolutely, totally agree with you. one one hundred percent. I'm sorry, Mike. I totally hijacked that, but um, yeah, I let you. <laughs> no, no, no. That was, um, you know, that again. That was my. That was really my only question. And like I said, you, you were spot on. You summarized summarized it really well because that's all we were saying, right? It's. I remember the example that was given by, um, you know, one of our close friends here when he first got in the airplane. He said, "If you didn't look outside the window." it felt like you were flying the same aircraft in P3D. Like there were, there was really no delineation between uh, P3D and FS 2020 as it relates to that 737 product, the way they released it and in its current states. Um, and I think, you know, to your point, Callum, like the opportunities that they had from a development standpoint in this new platform um, I don't want to say it was endless because it's still relatively <laughs> new and there's still some quirks to work out. Uh, but truly, uh, I think a step or a cut above uh, what they have been prepared today. Um, and I think they could have brought it more, man. It's, you know, when you look at other developers out there um, that are really just doing some wizardry with the mm-hmm. code base in FS 2020 today. Um, and again, you know, we don't like to really compare developers against developers too much, especially when they're creating different products right it's not like Mm -hmm. you know they both dropped a 737 product and we have you know the ability to really compare the two like for like 757 (laughs) (laughs) all right we're even in the same family right a boeing family um really two Mm -hmm. different products altogether however there are some things that i think we can look at from the ground level or the foundational level Mm -hmm. that one clearly did better than the others that's that's all we were saying that's all we were trying to get to I mean, it's it's such a a weird because I I had to really think about this review. It wasn't like ah, oh, didn't like this, didn't like this. I was really thinking. Yeah. I mean, a seven three. If it does it look like a three seven three seven? Well, right. yeah, of course it does. I mean, it didn't P three D, and yep. surely that's good enough. And I think it was that that's good enough bit that made me 
really reconsider or oh, hold on a minute i shouldn't be accepting good enough i should mm -hmm. be kind of thinking no hold on exactly. it needs to you know this is a 70 dollar product or whatever yep that mm -hmm. that next level needs to go and especially as a developer that i find you know or we've been using for so long and who's always been revered so as one of the greatest yep mm -hmm. i was like oh my god if this was another developer or a newcomer to the scene who've made this i'm like whoa this is this is incredible and i think mm -hmm. that all has influence over kind of my personal feelings on on that airplane but mm -hmm. i still fly it i mean it's a seven oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, but i think yeah like you said those updates will hopefully bring a lot more um i would say realism but it's not realism i'm after it's kind of that immersion and it's that mm -hmm. that use exactly. of the tools and stuff that's available yep for sure for sure. Absolutely. And that's like I said, you know, um, I mean, I heck flew this thing last week, you know, but, you know, I, I think one thing, you know, that, um, you know, especially growing up with uh, PMDG and these other developers alike is that we're seeing so many new players in the industry. It is insane, especially on the GA level. I mean, I just actually, I, I, Man, you guys are costing me money, man. I'm just going to go and tell you. Black Square and Charlie, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So Black Square released the Velocity XL. Never heard of Black Square. The day of my life. Get right there. And I bought it. Love it. Love it. I think a couple weeks ago or something like that, the Sting S4. You know, never heard of guys. Bought it. Love it. I mean, it's just been so many different products being released. I think these really been in the industry a long time, really need to sit back and and think and, you know, just, you know, hey, we really got to bring our A game because there's so many new, so many new players, you know, entering uh, this industry now, um, especially when you have a, a wide open market, you know, for Xbox. I think a lot of some of those add-ons are even compatible for Xbox as well. And um, I mean, you know, my, my seven-year-old, you know, um, you know, with his uh, Series S and fire it up, and it looks good. So, yeah. um, you know, I think um, I, I, I definitely think um, you know uh, a lot of these uh, a lot of these developers who you know, um, I hope they don't just I guess you know get a sense of complacency, right? You know, we kind of start to rest on our laurels after we've been on top for so long, mm -hmm. and um, you know they 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 really start you know kind of push the bar there, and uh, in turn you know hopefully push a solo to you know, allow and allow a little more developmental freedom as far as, you know, what, you know, what they, uh, what they can work on. But I don't know, man, I digress. I digress. <laughs> no, no, that's not, you know, digressing at all to, to take it even a step further, right. You know, this, um, this notion of resting on your laurels or this notion of, Hey, you know, there are other developers out there just dropping product and you need to be able to, grab my attention and make me actually want to spend my money on that product. Like, listen, we're at a time um, <clears throat> in the U S economy. And I'd imagine even in UK Callum and probably all over the world where inflation is insane right now. Right. And folks just don't have the same amount of disposable income necessarily that they once had. So maybe it does come down to, and we've seen it in forums, right? Like, you know, someone will drop a product and, they would follow it up with another product from another developer. And they say, well, I really can't buy both of these this week or for the next several weeks. Uh, what do you guys think? Which one should I get? Right. We see those questions all the time, especially lately, again, considering <laughs> the economic challenges that, you know, folks are facing today. Um, 
you've really got to diversify yourself and put sort of more, uh, you know, emphasis and uh, immersion and uh, the ability to bring that total experience um, into uh, the flights and world for folks to really say, okay, does it make sense for me to spend my money on this? So it's, it's beyond, you know, Hey, we just want to see more from you and say, hey, what are we getting for our money? Um, so yeah. I think that's, that's something to consider as well. I mean, if I may, I just, there's a really good example and I, mm -hmm. I will, you know, I'm very praising of them, but parallel 42 with their freedom Fox, I mean, yeah. that plane, to me, like the Freedom Fox, I had very little interest in as an aircraft itself. I mean, right, it's a tiny sure. little bush plane. Sure, I can, you know, got plenty of them. But the <laughs> fact that they've like, been updating it with all these like cool little sceneries and places I can actually go and explore and adventure in, mm. that to me adds so much more value. And that's the sort of stuff I personally want to see more developers doing. And whether that be little scenery things like that, or little bush missions, or you know, landing challenges within Microsoft Flight Sim. Just like you say, just adding that extra bit of value, I think, has all the difference. Um, and you mentioned this thing S4, the parachute thing in there. That is so cool. Um, and it's so like, I'm not going to say simple because I imagine it was a complex system to build. But for my enjoyment, just yeah. pressing that button and just watching that thing explode. It's just, <laughs> oh, my God. So oh, my God. To, to a small little plane like that. So, yeah, you guys are you've totally hit the nail on the head. I think you want to. You want a great aeroplane, but just that little bit of uniqueness or that twist, I think, adds yeah. a lot of value to people. And that's what gets people talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what's funny about that parachute system, I'm, I'm going to go back into that one because I, I, I bought that one as well. Uh, there's like a delay. So you like you, you pull the little handle. It's like, okay, is it broken? Is it broken? And then all of a sudden, just, just explode. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> this is insane. But, yeah, just little, little nuances like that, you know, I think it's just phenomenal and it's at a good price all these add-ons we just listed in the past uh like three four minutes are all under thirty dollars i think um yeah you know, us of course so um you know i mean there, there's a few out there that you know needs a little work you know i think mike um you know might have experienced that but <laughs> you know but it's just it's just it's just nice it's, it's just nice to see them um you know nice to see new um you know developers taking on uh you know new new aircraft in the industry for sure oh for sure but so speaking of new aircraft uh, uh callum have you uh you tried out the uh i suppose the uh, honda jet <laughs> so <laughs> i have not <laughs> And I'll tell you why. I just wrote an article explaining why I haven't tried out airplanes <laughs> because the Honda yet. Uh, okay. All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. So I, the, the guys at Flight FX, who I know published that plane, they're right. awesome guys. I've spoken to them plenty of times. Yeah, absolutely. I know that they have really high standards and I've never really spoken to the developer behind the Honda Jet, but I've looked at his stuff mm -hmm. in the past and, you know, I've seen people comment and the pictures and the videos and that thing looks, again, it's, really, really it fun. It's beautiful. It looks, oh, it, yeah. it's, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous plane. It is. The, the oh, dilemma yeah. I have is I just, <laughs> I, I have struggled to find time lately to fit all of this cool Everything. stuff in. Mm -hmm. And mm. flight simulation is not a... You know, if you think about video games and stuff, 
for some video mm-hmm. games, you can jump in, play 15, 20, 30 minutes and kind of call it. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, a couple of games of FIFA, for example, or if you've got a little indie title, you can just play around with. But with mm-hmm. flight simulation, especially a new airplane, you have to dedicate hours. hours right? <laughs> yep. So like, like this thing S4, for example, I can like fly around and I can kind of just throttle up and go and just kind of learn as I, as I go, mm-hmm. which I know sounds awful and terrible. You know, that's <laughs> no, not I totally how a do pilot it. Totally do it. it. <laughs> but with the Honda Jet, I kind of look at that thing and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to learn all of this. And I'm sure it's fairly easy to kind of set up and go. But just looking at it, it just fills me with that overwhelming sensation of, oh my God, this is a couple of hours just to learn this thing. This is a few hours yeah. to kind of set it up and fly, planning a flight, getting to the destination. And suddenly I've lost half a day on a on a cool new airplane, but I just don't oh, have sure. half a day to give it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I, and that's that's been my that's been my dilemma here as well i think i picked up like uh three or four aircraft here in the last um week yeah, or so yeah. and um yeah <laughs> here we go again and johnny um, we're sending it <laughs> sending it every day like, hey, guys, I'm like, oh my this is where i get comfortable i'm like all right i got my airplanes johnny is right with the world right now i'm good right Boom! Here goes uh, you know, here's this, you know, drop of another airplane, and it's not just any other you know weird airplane I don't care about. It's something like I really would have liked to have in sim, and so you know, buy it, and then you know, of course, you know, you got to put the time in to learn it, and then by the time you get comfortable with it, and kind of get this little motion, this little flow of things, like boom, here comes another airplane. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm you don't, you don't hear me complain. I'm not complaining at all. You know, the more the merrier. But yeah, I've. Uh, Got a, uh, yeah, they've got a little bit of a fleet going on here. So um, <laughs> it's all Mike's fault, actually. Because Mike did bring up the Honda Jet at one point. And I thought about it because, I mean, Honda, I mean, I had their lawnmower back in the day. It was terrible. So I'm like, nah, I don't <laughs> And so, you know, I was like, ah, I would pick it up. And I picked it up and it's been downhill ever, ever since. So actually, Mike, it's all <laughs> your fault, sir. All right, man. All right. Listen, the Honda Jet, the affinity <laughs> for the Honda Jet for me, like there's this really nice baby blue one um, at the airport that I used to fly out of before I switched mm-hmm. uh, flight clubs. Uh, and it'd come in maybe once a month. And that thing is just gorgeous, man. It just sounds incredible. Um, you know, I got to talk to the owner once and actually, you know, look inside the jet and, and check it out. So I've always sort of, you know, had. Uh, some sort of affinity to it. Then when I learned it was coming out for 2020, I'm like, oh, I definitely got to try this. And the pictures <laughs> sure. and the screenshots look gorgeous. But to Callum's point, man, it was just, you know, yet another aircraft we have to learn and figure out. And unfortunately, it didn't come with a manual and I was having installation and compatibility issues. So needless to say, it's been parked uh, since. But, you know, one of these days we'll we'll get back into it. We'll see. I think I what see. we have to remember, and uh, me in particular, is Although these planes have just come out, they're not going anywhere. Like if I don't pick up the exactly. Honda Jet now yeah. and I have time in six months time, I'm like, right, I finally have a bit of time to myself to fly it. I can now mm-hmm. go ahead and download it. And I think the problem I've had in the past is like the minute something comes out, I you gotta have it immediately. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then like all the other airplanes just get completely forgotten about in my hangar. So mm-hmm. we've had this kind of month cycle of big, big, aircraft releases and unfortunately that 737 is collected dust because everything else then kind of came out afterwards in fact no actually mm. it's more of the uh the md80 was the first kind of yeah of this cycle right I kicked yeah. it off rip. um and yeah i flew that thing a few times 
really enjoyed it. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a difficult but challenging play, and you have to really focus on it. But For yeah, sure. then all the other yeah. stuff came out, and I'm like, oh, MD, oh yeah, that plane. Yeah, I've, I've got that. Oh somewhere yeah, that there. one. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've gotten a little bit of fatigue from kind of all these releases, and I think that kind of goes back to what you're saying about this overwhelming release cycle that has kind of happened really within this industry. Yeah. We're, we're going to get back to that fatigue point. I'm waiting yeah. for someone to answer the trivia in chat before we get there, but hints, hints. <laughs> um, we'll, 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 uh, we'll come back to that. Um, I guess, you know, we talked about all these aircrafts. We talked about sort of being, you know, uh, agnostic as it relates to really reviewing products. And, and that's the other thing, right? You know, FS Elite just doesn't just cover, you know, airplane releases or scenery mm -hmm. releases like you guys run the gamut as it relates to you know flights and yep. i think that's incredible so mm -hmm. like what you know if i was to say callum you know list me your top five i know this is incredibly hard incredibly hard but like your top five like favorite add-ons hardware uh whether it's uh you know uh, uh an airliner or a ga aircraft or a scenery i know this is incredibly hard but like what would you say like your top five across all flights and platforms i i, I won't even go too far let's say the last five years like your top five releases again it can even be hardware right you know we've got the the bravo and the and the um the honeycomb that was just released you know two years ago now or, or whatever so you know Top five releases for Callum as it relates to the flight sim industry in the last five years. Oh. Wow. Um, <laughs> no <so>. pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know. So, as an Airbus fan, the slightly controversial, but the FS Labs A320 for me is still my favorite airplane. That to me has so many immersion qualities <laughs> that just make that thing so seamless. And as ex-crew for Airbus aircraft, it just kind of has a very special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. um, next add-on, I think Simbrief would probably rank there. I know that's not yeah. really a product oh, per se, wow. but hell, we underestimate that. Though, oh, for man. sure. Man, oh, for yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. I wouldn't know uh, where I'm going if it wasn't for <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, guys. Straight up loss, man. <laughs> that's definitely up there i mean it's an incredible tool that is free and i think we all take it for granted oh um, yeah those guys are just killing it with that service yeah um i'm gonna pick some hardware i've got some thrustmaster uh tbm pedals those okay. things are like the biggest heaviest things in the world but my god <laughs> they are, they feel really really good and they wow add a level of immersion that is just like for me unbeatable i went to my mum and dad's house and took my big PC and stuff to do some flights and work, funnily enough. Um, and I didn't take my pedals because they're too cumbersome. And I was like <laughs> using my feet and I'm like, oh, the oh, that's not right. They're not there. So I feel like enjoy things like turning this. Three. Oh my God, this is a hard question. I know it is, man. Um, <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing great. That's some good product so far. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I would say the 747 from PMDG, the, the second iteration yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah um purely because i spent when we did the first couple of magazines i spent a colossal amount of time in that plane whilst i was on the <laughs> other screen kind of putting together the the magazine and stuff and i had a lot of fun flying with a couple of friends mm -hmm. um 
so that plane has a very special place in my heart. Oh, and the last one. Um, I would say the controversial, the iFly 737 for oh. FS of Now, there's yep. a, this isn't more of a because it's a better plane, but for me, as a, mm -hmm. from a personal perspective, that was the plane that got me into high fidelity sim stuff, mm. basically. So before that, I would just kind of take off, fly around, and, you know, just have a bit of fun. But when that mm -hmm. thing came out, I was starting to really get back into flight simulation, and the PMD GC737 wasn't out yet. Mm. And iFly had a pretty good offering, and I was doing flights from Bristol to Portugal, just back and forth, because that was the <laughs> only two sceneries I had, and that was all I could afford with this aeroplane. So yeah. I, I knew that route like the back of my hand, so I didn't need <laughs> SimBrief. I could just plot that route like that. Wow. Um, but yeah, for me, that that was kind of what propelled me into this era of, oh my God, I need the next study level high fidelity plane. Um, so yeah, it may not be the best plane in the world from a technological standpoint or yeah. from a system standpoint, but yeah, that plane is is really near and dear to my heart. Those are uh, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do any better than that. Like I didn't even no. if you had asked me that, I wouldn't even consider Simbrief. And it's unfortunate because you're right. Very... You underestimate the power of that tool um, mm -hmm. for flight simmers across this industry. They do a phenomenal mm. job. Um, I think it's just amazing. And it's one of those things like I'm in I work in technology, right? It's one of those things like, you know, you, you never get credit for anything, but if something's broken, <laughs> you hear about it. Right, your phone's yeah, ringing, or you're getting emails immediately, <clears throat> and that's one of those yep. things. Like SimBrief, it's something that you don't even register until like they're doing nope. a server maintenance and it's out. And I'm like, and it's out. SimBrief is going, Johnny, that's Charlie, good. is SimBrief up for you guys? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man, it works I'm great. Right. I'm I can't it. plan anything now. I can't plan anything. It's over. The world's ended. So <laughs> it's uh, you know, to your point, it's a fantastic tool. And FS Labs, man, these guys, these guys. Oh lord, yeah, FS man. Labs. So we'll be here another hour if you want. <laughs> yeah, to don't get Mike started on the labs. I, I should have I every time I fly that plane. It's just, it's just a work of art, and I, you know. I, I can't wait till those guys get over to FS2020. But I don't. <laughs> um, That's yeah, awesome. no, no, awesome, awesome stuff. And the thing guess... about Sam Brief, right quick, I wanted to say, have y'all mm -hmm. noticed like the runway assignments being better as of late? Yeah, no, yeah. you're spot on based on the actual yep. uh, current winds. Yeah, yeah, yep. I've had, I've seen that, um, you know, uh, really yep. turn around. Yep. That's spot yeah, on. Again, a lot of people don't even realize, like, yeah, like that, that those runway assignments are based on the real world winds mm -hmm. going on at the time. Obviously, when you're on VATSIM, they like to switch it up on you, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, of course, but, yeah. Uh, you know, for the most part, it's accurate based on the, the conditions at the airport. No, that's awesome. That is fantastic. Uh, looks like we have some keyboard shy uh folks in the stream today i guess definitely like 11, keyboard shy i'm telling you that h145 no one... is flipping yeah. amazing we're trying to we're trying to <laughs> trying to get these guys get these things you guys man so definitely uh definitely hit, get back with us on that trivia Answer because the trivia um, question man at 145 is sweet. <laughs> all sweet. right one one more question then before we get to the the trivia question that's gonna you know obviously give it away um, I guess, you know, obviously, you know, from an FS elite standpoint, you guys have covered so, so much ground 
Um, you got, you know, you're, you're um, pretty much, you know, all over the flights and world as it relates to, um, you know, talking about new sceneries, um, new add-ons, developers, anything of that magnitude in general. Um, my first question is, will you guys be at uh, Flight Sim Association, a.k.a. FS Expo, uh, next June, I believe, uh, in Houston? <laughs> yep. I hope so. I mean, right. I had full intention of coming to San Diego, San Diego. last year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you guys wouldn't let me in. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, a, a fortunate time. Listen, man, I'm... I think 80 miles, maybe a hundred max, I think from San Diego. And I couldn't even go. It was just <laughs> uh, an interesting time in the world at that point. But, you know, we we're sad. We missed <laughs> that too, but we sure. will be in Houston for sure. Houston. Yes. Yes. Houston. Yes. So yes. looking forward to that. Really funny. I'm I, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I spoke to Evan just prior to his announcement. He's, yeah. he's one of the, greatest people in the world to kind of share a bit before me uh, before it's public so that we can then report on it as it Mm -hmm. happens for sure um and he was telling me oh yeah so you know we're pretty much confirmed for june bearing in mind this is may he's telling me kind of like may 30th or something right and i'm going okay cool cool wait hold on june what in like 23 20 20 <laughs> i'm like freaking out for an event in like 20 days and like i'm getting all worked up and and worried and stuff and he's like you're kind of went well it's in like 20 days how are you expecting all this stuff? and he's like no this is next year like, oh thank god for that so then i don't know if you like noticed in the in the article i wrote i like highlighted 2023 no, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I just uh, saw you sitting on there I'm, because I'm in Texas, right? So it's just right down the road for me. I was just super excited. Yeah, no I've excuses. never been able to hit an expo. No excuses. <laughs> so, you know, bus, train, bike, I will be there. You know, preferably not a bike, but we'll definitely be there. Yeah, we're going to jump into 172. I'll meet you there. <laughs> Nine hours later, yeah, we'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> you can walk there, squeeze. <laughs> Uh, wait, is the mileage really that? What, what's the mileage between uh, Dallas Man, and Houston? Oh, oh, Dallas and Houston is about, uh, I know, air miles like 296 Oh, you meant nine miles. hours from, from me flying to you. No, oh, thought, yeah. I'm going to catch an airliner yeah. to you, and we're going to go down. And oh, 172. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, send yeah, it. Let's yeah, send yeah. it. I'm like, nine hours? <laughs> what are you flying, man? <laughs> <laughs> My Sting S4, man, 76 yeah. wide open. On the jet. On the jet. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. You guys are hilarious. <sighs> All right. So yeah. no one wants to answer the question. Hint, hint. We're going to talk about the article if you want to, uh, you know, win this H145. So, Cal, and, you know, I, I think it was like very timely because you literally published it a couple <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> so uh, before you got on the show, you, you talk about this, uh, this notion of, um, flight sim fatigue i think it's you, you call it flight simulation fatigue um i Any think you know I'll, I'll let you i'll let you, yeah we should have an acronym for that um I'll, I'll let you sort of summarize the article definitely want to hit on that because it's something that we've talked about 
Uh, I don't know necessarily Johnny or Charlie on the air, but we definitely have those conversations like, you mm-hmm. know, oh man, yet another product, uh, you know, you know, how do I keep up with this stuff? And again, you know, you highlight the fact in the article, it's not like I'm bored of the releases that's coming. It's, you know, based on sort of what you have to tackle uh, from your side and your angle, um, how fatigue can sort of build up. Walk the audience, you know, again, without spoiling too much, if you guys want to go and read the full article, walk the audience through kind of like, you know, what what was the inception of that? Were you just in, in bed late and you were just like, man, I got to get something off my chest. And just walk start us typing. Th- and just start typing. <laughs> walk, us, walk us through that one. Yeah. I mean, firstly, I didn't, this had been kind of sat in my to-do list for a little while. It just, I thought, oh, I'm doing this thing later on with you guys. Maybe we can talk about it. So it was kind of last minute. I didn't mean to throw you for that kind of in, that spanner in the works but um no that's that, that's fine <laughs> um yeah this it's it's a really interesting topic and i want to just stress that i i am super grateful for being in the position i am in terms of the content director and being so heavily involved in flight simulation it's it's been life-changing and it's been an incredible journey and i think you, you asked the question about when did this thought come in my mind and it was probably i think last week I was kind of working late, which seems to be kind of something I'm doing quite a lot at the moment with so much going on. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh, I might do a flight. I'm just going to load up. Uh, I think it was the Phoenix and just going to take off and just put that thing into cruise and then just do a bit of writing or something. And so I loaded up the sim, watched the little spinning wheel go round in the loading bar. And I'm like, come on, come on. And then I'm <laughs> sat in the plane and I'm trying to like figure it out. And I'm just like, do you know what? I'm so bored. Like I, I just, it just that it was a brand new airplane, an airplane mm-hmm. I've been obviously very excited about as a fan of mm-hmm. 320s and, and Airbus airplanes, and I'm like, I, I'm just, I'm bored, and that's not to do with the airplane itself or the product mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. developer. It was just, I, I've kind of reached a bit of a a brick wall with flight simulation and how do I kind of break through this wall? And I, that's kind of really what this article was was about. And I jumped out of the sim at that point. I thought, I need to just type this out. Maybe I'm just overthinking this. And I, maybe if I put it into words, it will kind of give, give it some perspective. So mm-hmm. I typed it out, shared it with my team. I'm like, what do you guys think of this? Am I just alone in this? Am I just kind of being a bit ungrateful for the fact um, I've got all these products that I can use um, and does it you know how does it come across and then some other members of the team were like yeah I I feel the same I mean we are involved in this hobby daily this is a a role that I do day in and day out in order to keep the community updated which I I love doing Um, but I think as well as this hobby is exciting and enjoyable there's also kind of a, a point where I just felt nothing's exciting me anymore or maybe that my simulation kind of style needs to change and there was times where I would do 10 hour long hauls wait on the ground for an hour spin that thing around and then fly it back home in mm-hmm. over overnight type of thing and I'm sure most simmers who do that type of flight have done that in the past oh, yeah. um I've replicated four sector six sector days that I used to do as, as crew back in the day mm-hmm. but now I'm like I just don't have that time anymore I spend more time kind of on sim brief and planning the flight and loading up gsx or the sim mm-hmm. and crashing or whatever reason then means that i don't get in the air um 
And I then started doing some kind of GA stuff in MSFS with a couple of friends. And I thoroughly enjoyed that so much more than I ever imagined I had done previously because no longer was I firstly flying alone. Um, I was flying with friends and kind of having conversations and we were looking at all the scenery on the ground, which is something I think MSFS does extremely well. It gives you that real visual eye candy. Um, and yeah, I just, I felt maybe my, the way I use the simulator needs to change in order mm. for me to enjoy it. And I think it's really, really important that I enjoy the sim because if I don't, then I think that's going to be reflected in the quality and the passion that comes through with FSLE. And I don't want to kind of compromise on that. And I don't want to see, you know, articles being churned out for the sake of it rather than actually from a place of passion and, and a place of wanting to enlighten the community. So that's why I put that article out there was to kind of get some conversation going and see what other people might be doing in the in the hobby about what they may be changing their style or doing something different and maybe that just give me some inspiration mm -hmm. um to kind of help with that fatigue and i figured i've got the platform to do it i may as well use it to mm -hmm. not only just help me but maybe this will help other people as well who might be feeling the same thing or experiencing that kind of burnout which i think someone referenced it as earlier man <laughs> let, me, let me let me tell you um i i have uh oh sorry i was just looking at the comments see if anyone answered the question um no one yet <clears throat> hint hint <clears throat> listen i read that article this morning before we got on the show and i was just like this is me absolutely yeah I've been obviously for different reasons, like, you know, I don't, you know, own a publication or necessarily quote unquote review flight sim uh, products. I don't know the answer. John, go do your homework then, man. We literally just gave it away. John, uh, man, Google, Google. Um, I've, I've been, you know, really feeling that way, I would say probably for quite some time and, and i'd say 2020 sort of saved that for me a little bit but again overall I, I was the same way man i was uh you know flying every day i'd come home from work it didn't matter if it was 8 p.m 9 p.m i'd be sitting here doing a flight i've replicated four or five sectors a day i've done long hauls you know to and from i've literally sat here for hours upon hours <laughs> flying i've joined uh um uh, virtual airlines in fact that's where i met john he was my chief pilot like i've done it all and then you know over the last couple of years i started feeling the same way it's like man i fire up the sim or fire up an, uh, an aircraft or an airplane and just i'm not feeling this right now Boop, turn it off mm -hmm. or the sim would crash and usually i'd be eager to figure out what's going on and get the flight back up in the air sim would crash off to the couch and pick up the xbox <laughs> I, I you're I just wanted to say, you know, you're not alone, man. Um obviously no. again, we're coming from two different paths, right? Your your sort of fatigue is based on the fact that you're you're out there reviewing products and you know putting the effort in and you know you've been describing the article <clears throat> that you're not even necessarily flying the products or using the products the way you would necessarily, but this repetitive manner to really get to the crusp of it in order to provide an objective uh, sort of, um, you know, opinion about it or, um, you know, something that is really more neutral, I should say, uh, for folks to react to. 
Um, so I, I, I get it. I, if I would offer, you know, words of wisdom, it would be, don't stop, man. I think, you know, all of us in the community, uh, you know, uh, Johnny, Charlie would agree, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, what you do in your team over at FSLE to, um, we'd all be lost. Um, you know, you oh, guys yeah. provide a, uh, you know, a wonderful, uh, type of service to the community, um, that I think has really allowed this evolution of uh, flight sim to really be where it is today, the community overall where it, uh, where it is today. I think you guys not only influence the community, but you guys influence the developers as well. I'm not a developer, but I can imagine a developer sitting back and doing their coding or whatever it is they're doing, and <clears throat> they're taking a look at it. And one of the things that pops in their mind is, hmm, what would FS Elite think about this? <laughs> What which which one of the shots would FS Elite use for my product when they when they publish it? Like you guys have really sort of uh, influenced again, not just the community but the developers as well. So you know if if this provides any sort of uh, you know push for you to continue and not feel so burnt <laughs> out, and for the rest of your your crew as well, um, you know we we love and enjoy and support uh, fully what you guys do. But I get it, I, I've been there. Um, you know, I was streaming for a while up until yesterday and that was a disaster. We won't even talk about that, but you know, I sort of <laughs> same thing got burnt out and didn't really feel like doing that anymore because it does sort of take a toll. So, um, mm -hmm. I, I get it, man. You know, your, your article definitely resonated and, and hit home uh, for me. For sure. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I, sure. I'm very lucky. Um, we do have a fantastic team behind kind of FS Elite and I think a lot of people and developers think that it's just me and it really isn't there is a whole catalog of people <laughs> behind who do like extraordinary work um, to help things keep going and to kind of help me in particular as well and also what I really like is like guys like you and other content creators as well I think everyone has a part to play in this kind of the community I mean yeah, we do things differently to other media sites and we do things differently to other content creators. But ultimately, I like to think that collectively, we are all trying to do something for the community to benefit the wider kind of breadth of people out there in order to tell them the news, give them like live streaming. Like, I could never live stream. <laughs> awful. People who live stream, you guys included. I mean, I applaud you because i could never kind of keep up that level of enthusiasm and that engagement for like two three four hour flights and trying to like monitor chat whilst also mm -hmm. flying a plane like to me, that's mind-blowing yeah. <laughs> never do that yeah. um so yeah i i applaud anyone who joins this kind of space whether that be a, a media uh outlet or a content creator in any capacity because i think everyone is is just kind of awesome in their contributions and everyone has their own way of doing it which is which is really cool Absolutely. I'll tell you guys what, it's really, um, <clears throat> since, um, you know, since the inception of Flight in 2020, it's really revitalized uh, my passion. I've been doing this for over 20 years, and um, there was a span, especially when Microsoft kind of pulled out of the flight, simula uh, flight simulation industry, to where it was very, it was, it was a dry moment um, for the community. I mean, it, was, it really wasn't a whole lot of movement. There was a few releases here and there. Um, you know, thankfully, you know, going back to what we were mentioning earlier, there are multiple platforms out there. So, you know, there's always something going on in X-Plane or there's always something on going to DCS. But for the most part, in terms of civilian flight simulation, it was, it, was, it was a little dry. 
and boom, you know, here, here comes 2020. And, you know, even then, and I uh, asked Mike, and especially, you know, during the, uh, during the, you know, the onslaught of the pandemic, I mean, we were flying on the daily. I mean, it was, you know, I think some of these airlines, will, will, you know, that they gave us a paycheck because, I mean, we, we literally <laughs> were putting in like, you know, five, you know, six sector days. And, yeah. um, you know, after, you know, once everything kind of, you know, subsided a little bit, it was, it was, it was a little difficult. And, you know, we're not even, let's, let's not even talk about streaming, you know, don't let, don't let there be an issue with the stream, you know, <clears throat> Mike. And, um, <laughs> You know, you're just done. You know, you you were done. And I, I pick on Mike because he knows I've had my share of issues. And you just you just you're so burnt out. You know what? There's been plenty of times where you know something as stupid happened on the stream and I've just hit the power button. Just <laughs> we we didn't even shut down and you just hit the power button and like I'm done, you know. But lately, you know, just when I get to that moment of you know, I'm getting a little bored. It's like, boom, here comes another airplane. You know, here comes another, here comes an update, you know, that's adding a feature or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you know, having, having outlets like FS Leak, I think <coughs> it's just absolutely essential to, you know, keeping this community fresh, you know, and uh, malleable, you know, with the, I know, ongoing you know levels of innovation that you know sobo's been bringing to the table so you know um again you know it's you know it's definitely you know um kudos to you guys for you know keeping us uh keeping us up to date you know for sure but it looks like we got an answer mike was that an answer do j multiply uh winner winner chicken dinners <laughs> obviously yes uh, that was the last uh article published by callum i have a flight simulation fatigue on june 11th 2022 so uh charlie if you don't mind dropping the uh the discord in the chat jay reach out uh and jay we will know if it's not jay um jay reach out to us in the discord and uh we will uh we'll get you situated uh, with your copy of the Airbus H145, courtesy of uh, High Performance Group and Steve over at High Performance Group. Uh, you're going to love that. Absolutely. Um, Congratulations. So awesome. Congratulations, Jay. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. We're an hour and four minutes in. This has been uh, yep. incredible. Uh, obviously, Callum, we don't want to take too much of your time. Um, but, you know, again, for those that have just joined, <laughs> uh, we've been on here the last hour talking with uh, Callum. Uh, co-founder and um, uh, chief editor uh, of um, uh, FS Elite, uh, really getting through sort of the, uh, again, the onset and the the beginning, uh, the beginnings of FS Elite, sort of, uh, you know, where they've um, come so far. I think, you know, last but not least, we definitely want to hit on, if you don't mind sharing sort of, obviously without giving up too many secrets, uh, what's <laughs> What's next for you guys, right? Like, what are you guys thinking about um, as it relates to, you know, the publication and ways to continue, uh, you know, reaching um, this community? Um, It's something I and the team, we think about all the time. And I think without, I mean, I don't want to say anything because I don't, it's not that I have secrets and stuff. It's just, I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. We're very Mm -hmm. keen to make sure when we try and do something, well, we want to try and get it right. And we don't always get it right. You know, we're very open to holding up our hands and saying, hey, yeah, we messed up or we got this wrong. Um, but I think what's important in particular for me is how do we continue delivering content 
on a scale of which flight simulation hasn't really seen. I mean, we've spoken a lot about kind of the fatigue mm -hmm. element and the overwhelming sensation. And what I'm very keen to do is find new alternative ways of getting content out there and a lot quicker too. I mean, some of the feedback we've had is sometimes our reviews take a little bit too long to come out. And I, I get that. I mean, it's, it's tough to try and get a review out um, within a timely fashion of a, a product release. But is there ways in which we can kind of express an opinion or kind of give a very brief, this is like an initial impression type of thing a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have our video first looks and the video team work extremely hard on producing them. But again, it all comes down to, uh, you know, the team of volunteers, there's the time, there's getting uh, product code and stuff like that. I mean, just to emphasize, we don't always get everything for free ahead of time. Most of the time we get it <laughs> after, like, days if not weeks after it comes out um publicly so if it's that important then we uh buy ourselves but mm -hmm. ultimately it's um we want to get content out there faster but also be engaging but also not compromise on kind of our integrity or, or that quality as well i mean we pride ourselves on that and again i respect all the content creators who can publish a review within a day of a product coming out i personally don't believe in that type of review i think you need to spend a little bit more time on it from a personal perspective indeed but i also get the community Absolutely. wants that initial impression like fast do i spend that 70 bucks on a plane do i spend 50 quid on a plane people need to people want to know and streaming is a great way to do it but like i said <laughs> i can stream um I j so yeah that's kind of what our future holds um at the moment for me personally, I've got other commitments coming up in the next few months. So my, the way I will provide content will probably change a little bit. And maybe the type of content I've done today with the fatigue article, I'll probably do a little bit more kind of shorter mm -hmm. stuff, but a little bit more of that type of engagement. Um, I also know we've just taken on a bunch of fantastic new um, content producers as well, who've just joined the team literally within the last couple of days, um, who are going to start covering kind of the day-to-day -day stuff, but also um, be versed, well-versed in kind of reviewing stuff. And I think you're going to see an uptake in, in reviews, especially from those guys, and also ways we engage with the community as well. I mean, we've um, got a new contest coming up called Comment of the Week. So um, we're kind of working with Contrail on that. So basically once a week, the community and, and FS Elite will pick some of the best comments from our comment section and reward people with a prize um we've got some cool partnerships coming up with a few developers where we're gonna very similar to our deep dives of explain we're gonna deep dive into kind of scenery creation we're gonna talk about um aircraft creation so kind of a behind the scenes type of stuff um that's cool and just content like that really i mean we're not gonna suddenly develop airplanes and scenery and stuff <laughs> um, and we're not going to become a store which i see so many people kind of deviate More towards to me yeah. that kind of mm -hmm. compromises things a bit but um yeah i mean we're very content driven we're very passionate about planes and we're just trying to kind of figure out cool ways to to talk to the community in a bit more of a timely fashion which is something we really want to pride ourselves on again School. Indeed. Awesome. That's cool. Wow. Uh, yeah, looking really forward cool. to seeing that yeah. work continue, man. That's uh, really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, were we going to give out uh, or we're going to hold off on the other one? 
Which we're gonna hold the other one. We'll hold the cool. other one. We'll uh, cool. we'll think of a creative cool. way to get the other one out for sure. Cool, um, cool. Y- yeah. So you know, again, awesome. we're on with uh, with with Callum from uh, FS Elite. Um, you know, uh, we've it's been an awesome show, fantastic show. Callum, thanks for for joining us here. Um, absolutely, absolutely. A, uh, you know, a pleasure to have you on any last questions in the chat uh for callum at all if not uh yeah go about his uh his evening (laughs) questions comments concerns gripes you know this is air it all out (laughs) we have them (laughs) go ahead no charlie no i was gonna say i was sitting here you know while he was speaking talking about the fatigue thing and you know, I've only been back in the flight sim industry, you know, year and a half to two years max. And as somebody coming back into it, it could be very overwhelming, especially, you know, you're running three sims and keeping up with the updates. And if it wasn't for you guys, you know, that would make it really, really hard for sure. Yeah. Yep. It's, um, yeah. I, I feel, you know, the Xbox uh, customers who are coming into all of this i mean what a world they've come into i mean it's Ooh. really exciting for them but also they go to that marketplace and it's like like <laughs> there is so much stuff there yeah. and that's before they've even explored all of the free world updates the free aircraft mm-hmm. that come with the sim and yep. gotta be real like some of the default airplanes that come with the sim are very 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 good i mean mm-hmm. there's no need for me to buy certain aircraft types because i feel like the ones in the sim kind of do enough for me mm-hmm. um so yeah that sense of overwhelming is just yep. I, it's never gonna end to be honest no. with you no 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 you guys are 100 percent correct i mean and the sky's the limit gentlemen. i mean i think we've only seen the tip of the iceberg oh, yeah. um oh yeah know, just reading reading earlier you know subos finally starting to uh I guess release a api for you know the, some weather radar connection so kudos to subo for that i've been waiting on that for a minute and um <laughs> you know i mean it's just i mean I'm, I'm really really excited you know for even what's to come and i couldn't think of a better guest to um have on and to get to help us gauge the temperature of the industry than uh caleb from uh, fs late so um again caleb from um everyone in the ctp family we definitely thank you for um taking the time to hang with us and um you know we're always an open platform for you guys as well for sure indeed likewise thank you for having me and anytime you guys want me to to come on and and chat then feel free to email me not twitter dm me (laughs) 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 i couldn't think of any other way because i I tried the website and something happened it may have been on my end because again you know shout out to old elon and starling anyway um (laughs) and um i was like man i know he's on my twitter so i was like let me see if i could hit him up that way and you know, but yeah, moving forward, we're, we're definitely going to, you know, now that we've established our line of communication, we're definitely going to be uh, reaching out via email for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I can, I, I can totally, I, the, the spam is real on Twitter. It, it is real indeed. Oh, what, John, uh, one, so John, looking last, at your articles. Question, yeah. yeah. No, no, you got it, Mike. You got it, Mike. I'm sorry. No, one last question from uh, from Granary Bayesian here. Looking at your articles, how do you balance neutrality when it comes to developers who are in the market for just a fast buck compared to others who have great pride in what they put out? 
I mean, that's a really great question. And I think the honest answer is, I think it comes down to a bit of experience in terms of knowing what the market is and what developers are out there um, and the type of content they produce. I mean, if you go to some stores, you can easily, mm -hmm. you can see just from the little thumbnail, the quality of, of some of those <laughs> products. And then you go into it and we're very aware of those developers who are trying to make a fast mm -hmm. buck. Um, and we're also aware of developers who put pride and passion into their products. And that's the sort of content mm -hmm. we want to cover. Now, I am aware, and it may come up, that we've covered some developers who in the past were perceived as okay, decent in terms of quality. Mm -hmm. And since the world of MSFS have declined in terms of that quality and have put out products which lack features which are fairly standard like a cockpit um <laughs> and we're questioned as to why we talk about those products and i i get that i understand it comes across like oh maybe that developer has paid us to write about it but the truth is they haven't they really 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 haven't um and the, but the reason we kind of talk about those developers is firstly those developers are they're well known within the community. So if they put out a product that falls well below standard, then to me, that's news. And I think that's news in which mm -hmm. the community wants to hear about whether they Absolutely. like that news or not. That's not down to, to me or to FSLE or even the developer that's down to the individual. Mm. Um, and that's mm -hmm. why we have the conversation section for people to express those concerns or doubts over that particular product. And nine times out of 10, those voices are, listened to by other people who are reading those articles. They may not be vocal, but they are at least have a better understanding of, of what's going on in the community. So it's, um, it's a really fair question. And again, it's not just down to, to me. We have a, mm -hmm. I have a whole team of people who, if we're ever unsure about whether something should be published or we need to talk about it, then we discuss it internally. And we're very fortunate to have a very, diverse team from all around the world who enjoy different simulators who all have different expectations of a, of a product and ultimately if we all kind of feel the same way then we think yeah let's let's put this out there and we we just we're just trying our best to get it right and if there's ever a point mm -hmm. where a product doesn't get enough attention or you think or you see something in the community you're like hey this is really cool but fsd haven't talked about it then just send it our way i mean drop it into the the news submission thing or into our discord or facebook messenger whatever platform you want to use let us know about it because we don't have eyes everywhere and we do very much rely on the community to send us this content in order for us to kind of go hey yeah this is cool let's now write an article and then we'll get in touch with the developer and try and do an interview with them or try and get some cool screenshots or something um to then share with the, the wider community so um that's kind of how that process works and I like to think we do mostly a good job. And again, I, I get we're not perfect and we always strive to do to do better when we can. But um, yeah, we do rely on the community support as well to kind of be our eyes and ears as well. So we can then kind of amplify that to a much wider and broader audience. Awesome. Well said. Cool. <laughs> well said. <laughs> well said. Thanks sure. for taking that last question there. 
Uh, Jay said it best. Thanks, Callum. Again, thank yeah. you, Callum, for, for coming on here, man, and uh, certainly looking forward to uh, having you back again here. So, uh, all, thanks for joining. Appreciate uh, mm -hmm. your, your questions there in the chat and for tuning in today. Uh, Close Traffic Podcast. Obviously, we'll be back uh, with another guest here shortly. Um, definitely check out, you know, some of our uh, latest podcasts. We had uh, Pilot Edge on, um, you know, promoting their sim venture um, uh, activity and uh, event. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, and then also we had Kerry McCulley on, uh, Arthur of um, Fairy Pilot. Uh, Fairy Pilot. Incredible uh, story, incredible pilot. Definitely go, <laughs> go, go check that out as well. So, uh, you all take care. And as always, like we say, keep the blue side up. We'll count us out. Thanks. See you.